Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. to the Man on the Post Sunday Weekend Review Show. My name's Chris, and joining me this week, it's Dave. Hello, Chris. All right. I'm all right, Dave. How are you? Uh, yes, I'm okay, thank you. Excellent. Uh, just me and Dave this weekend, as it's the FA Cup, so we've made some changes to our lineup. Uh, basically, dropped all of the first team. Um, <laughs> and we've decided that, well, basically what we're going to do is we're just going to go have a, a quick recap of this weekend's FA Cup games. Uh, those that were any, of any interest, really. Uh, and then we're just going to have a quick discussion as well. It might be a quick show this weekend, hopefully, uh, about the Premier League teams, where they're at, and with it being the last week of the transfer window, uh, where we think they might be looking to improve if, if any Premier League teams actually bother in signing anybody. Um, so, FA Cup, Dave. Actually, a better FA Cup weekend than the third round, uh, by the fact there are actually a few uh, shocks, I suppose. Um, oh, I don't know how to do it. I really just want to avoid talking about Friday's game. Um, so, yeah, the FA Cup kicked off as it does traditionally now, thanks to TV rights, with a game on a Friday night. Uh, we were treated to what was possibly going into this weekend the biggest tie of the weekend uh, Arsenal versus Man United at the Emirates. Uh, I'm going to let you start on this, Dave. Uh, it was quite a good game. I know you probably don't agree, but uh, it was it was reasonable once it got going. Um, I think. Man United played almost a full-strength team. I know Lukaku for Rashford. I know it's probably a downgrade on current form, but you know he cost sixty million pound, whatever it was. So it wasn't exactly it wasn't as if they sent out the reserves. But I just felt bad for for your boys as usual because you've lost most of a back four this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was strange. It, it was a great game, and it's really weird because I thought we were the better team, yet we lost three-one. Which which is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, yes, Socrates uh, damaged his ankle after not long coming back from injury. Uh, looks like he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. And I don't know if they've announced Koscielny's injury yet or not. This, I think he said today that um, Emery has said he hadn't broken his jaw, which is good. Mm-hmm. But I think they said he'll be out for a little bit of time. He's not play, going to play... When do you play Cardiff? Tomorrow or Wednesday? Yeah, tomorrow, play to Cardiff tomorrow. Like uh, well, it will. Well, he's out of that, but uh, I don't think it's broken, so that's something. Yeah, because I said, I know there were talks about it potentially being broken, and that'd keep him out for a while. But yeah, it was nasty as well. Totally accidental as well. Neither, yeah. neither of those injuries were caused by like r- bad challenges or anything. I think um, so- Socrates, was a, he jumped for the ball, and yeah, Koscielny just got caught as he, uh, as he was on the floor. Um, but yeah, hor- horrible. The fact that it like, took him eight minutes to stitch it up. I know, awful one. Yeah, it was but, quite bad. I mean, do, do you blame Mustafi for the instant demise, or was it just bad luck that he had came in? Obviously, it was a bit cool by the time 
you got the got on the pitch what thirty five minutes in, and then Man United scored twice pretty much straight away. Yeah, I think um, I think, but both of it was the game went off the boil. We, we, every time the, when Socrates went off because it brought the game to a stop while he was subbed off and everything, uh, and the same with Koscielny, and um, we we were we were playing really really well. Uh, Man United were under the cosh, and then. We had the break for when when Mustafi came on. I'm not going to blame him. I know Arsenal fans were all over Twitter saying we were doomed the minute he came on because <laughs> that seems to be the thing. But I just think Man United took their chances, didn't it? Really? Well, they uh, did. Yeah. We I think, didn't. I think that's how they'll play a lot against the bigger clubs. Where certainly the way Solskjaer has got them playing, they don't really care if they've got the ball or not because as soon as as soon as the turnover possession, they've got. You know, two or three runners and Pogba on the ball. It's it's going to be hard to defend, I would think. Mm-hmm. They were much much better than I've seen Man United play all season. They they were such a they are definitely such a different team from Mourinho. Oh God, I. And yeah, they played really well. And one thing I've got to say is, I say I thought Arsenal played really really well. Apart from in the final third, there was just absolutely nothing there. You were quite. Uh... Tippy tappy, no one would take responsibility for taking a shot on a lot of occasions. Yeah, lo- loads of um, loads of touches on the edge of the area and stuff like that, which was which was absolutely ridiculous. It's like the Arsenal of old. Um, but Solskjaer really impressed me with his, his game management and stuff. Like they were two one up, it looked like Arsenal could could got a foothold back in the game. Uh, so he brings on Marshall and Rashford. It's not a bad option to have, is it? Oh yeah. So he, but you know, how many managers in a two-one away from home um, would do that? Really? Usually, if that had been Mourinho, I think Phil Jones would have been coming on and and stuff like that. I was, I was really impressed by his game management and stuff like that. Um, unfortunately, um, but yeah, yeah. I, 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 it, it, it's hard because yeah, I thought it was a really good game. Both teams played well. I don't particularly think Arsenal played badly, but yeah, just just got punished. Basically, no, I think that's probably about right. And the thing is, well, all right, yes, it would be nice to win it, but really, you've probably got more things to worry about with the league and the Europa League. Mm-hmm. It might, might not be the worst thing to be out there for a cup, but uh, yeah. at least you've got other things to look forward to. Yeah, and that's it. So, with, with the injuries we've got now, we say, God knows what we're going to do like against Cardiff tomorrow. But Well, Carl Jackson's probably warming up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, and then it's uh, Man City on Sunday. Um, excellent. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, we might as well go on to, on to your club then. Uh, Newcastle playing Watford. Um, mm. Where is it? I did write the score down. I couldn't, did it finish 2-0? Two, two it did, yeah. I mean, Watford made 11 changes, so I was thinking, no, this is, this is promising. But we played pretty much our second 11, plus Matt Ritchie, who plays every game. Um I'm really, really sad about this, to be honest, because uh, I know we talked last week about the FA Cup, and it's just, if you looked at the draw and you looked at the possibilities, I mean, especially with the way it's worked out as well with a few of the bigger teams going out, which we'll come on to, but this was, if we'd won this, we were in the last 16. There were nine non-Premier League clubs in the last 16. As it turns out, without spoiling it for anybody, two of the top six have drawn each other. We could have been two games from Wembley. We could have been playing Portsmouth or QPR away. Oh, it's not a gimme, but you've got to fancy your chances to beat a non-Premier League team. Yeah. And instead, you know, we, were, we we played terribly. They weren't great, but they got a goal out of nothing, pretty much. And then the second goal came on the counter-attack once 
we, we, I wouldn't say we threw caution to win, but we had more men up, upfield. But at 1-0 down, 15 minutes to go, he doesn't bring on Rondon. He leaves him on the bench to save him for Man City at home tomorrow night. And I just sort of think, what's the point? Like, we're playing for 17th. The manager's probably going to leave in a half anyway. So it's really deflated. It's, it's uh, pretty. It's both brought things home to roost for me. I was gonna say I, I looked. I looked at this and thought, you know, it could be a fixture that Newcastle should be winning. Say we've what, say Watford are so up and down at the moment. Um, but yeah, Benitez made a, a point, didn't he, coming out and saying, oh, you know, we we're not going to win the FA Cup and stuff. We need investment to challenge. I mean, the thing is, he's, he is probably right. We're not going to win the FA Cup, but the same could be said for fourteen Premier League teams. Really, the odds are one of the top six is going to win it, but. That's the whole point of cup football. Like it's a one-off game where anything can happen. And uh, as we're saying this weekend, you know, any team can beat anyone on their day, really. Um, so for me, like it's just it's just an opportunity lost. And we might stay up and we might finish sixteenth or seventeenth, and you know, great. But um, it's not what football is about, really. Um, and it's just a just a, another symbol of how how much the game's gone. A decent cup run can be a distraction as well, can't it? It can even be a catalyst. If you look at like some of the clubs we're going to come on to shortly, like AFC Wimbledon, a bottom of League One. Yeah, you know, well. Beating, beating Premier League opposition and things like that. I know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it seems to be like a, it almost seems like a toxic thing now being in the FA Cup. When the games take place on a weekend where, alright, for the first three or up to round five, this happened on a normal weekend. And yes, if you get through the quarters, you start getting things re- rearranged and that kind of thing. Yeah. But you know, Ralph is trying to spin it, saying, "Oh, you know, it's great. We're gonna have a weekend off to prepare, smashing. Yeah. I'll have a nice day out preparing instead of what could 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 have been at Wembley." And you know, it, it's not Rafa's fault because he he wants to keep us up, which is fair enough. Um, I think if we had a better squad and we had, he'd been allowed to buy more players or whatever he wants to do. And we could have had a better run in it and you know, he could have made six or seven eight changes and it wouldn't have been necessarily detrimental. In the same way Watford have got twenty two players who there's probably not a great deal between you know, play A and player B in the same position that they've got a fairly solid twenty two man squad. Um whereas we haven't. That was the difference. Yeah. Um one question I've got to ask really is so you've gone out to a, a, a Premier League team, all by a Premier League team who are still in the top ten, I believe. Yeah, Watford's in the top ten, aren't they? Um, yeah, the seventh, I think. Yeah, so so you've gone out to a, a high-placed Premier League team, but it's a Watford side that are patchy at best at the moment. Would you have preferred if you'd have got knocked out in a cup shock or anything like that? Um, no, I think I think I'd rather lose to a Premier League team because it's, it's less demeaning, to be honest. But um, it's it's probably the perfect draw for Mike Ashley because he knows we can lose that without losing face so much. Mm. Um, if we win, you know, great, it's another, another game. But if if we lose, it's like, well, they're a Premier League club. They're, they're, I suppose, strictly speaking, they're the best outside the top six at the minute. So yeah. uh, it's, it's it was it was never going to be a game where we lost and we were going to get you know chastised for it particularly. Um, on to the other games. The game we just mentioned, might as well go on to that. Uh, AFC Wimbledon, or Wimbledon as they seem to be now. The AFC <laughs> bit seems to go out the window whenever they're on telly. Uh, beating Premier League West Ham. Um, was it 4 2? I forgot to write the score down. Uh, yes, it was 4 2. Yeah. 4 2. Uh, yeah, a team bottom of League One. 
Um, yeah, made West Ham look absolutely ordinary, which I was so shocked about. Yeah, now the thing as well here is that all West Ham left out Anderson and uh, Arnautovic was still decided he definitely wanted to stay. Um, well, West Ham's team was pretty strong, to be honest. Yeah. It wasn't uh, wasn't exactly the reserves, but uh, Wimbledon were great, really good. Yeah. This was this was your proper cup tie. The two Saturday night games, I'm guessing we'll come on to Everton in a minute. Mm-hmm. Two very very good games. Yeah, and and you have to say in both cases the Premier League sides were again were, there wasn't tons of changes. Yeah, no, West Ham were were pretty were pretty poor. You know, they he made a triple substitution at half time. I think he bought on Anderson, didn't he? Uh, yes, he did. Yeah. You know, didn't look like it made any difference. Eh? No, he scored a good free kick later on, but uh, the um, they were they were done by that point. I mean, it was always going to be difficult to come back from three 0 down. Do you buy the whole Wimbledon thing with AFC Wimbledon? No, I mean, I complain about what's happened to my club. They've had they've had it ten times worse, really. Well, probably more so. You know, losing your, your league place and uh, everything else that went on there. They're, they're Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. I, I don't call me AFC Wimbledon. Yeah. I mean, they, they, do they officially I, have the history now? Because I know they were trying to claim it at one point. <laughs> I, I don't know, and I don't want to upset anybody. I, I yeah. think. Think MK Don still have the history, but I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. Because as I know, at one point they they were trying to claim it, and I know they display like pictures of like Vinnie Jones and all that around the you know around the around the club um, and stuff like that. But yeah, it's... well, I, I mean it's it's still fast to me that MK Dons were allowed to a be formed and b just take a league place. Mm, yeah, definitely. Just by, just by being you know nowhere near where where the original club's from, really. Uh, that's still a mystery to me how that was allowed to happen. Yeah, so, but yeah, they're, they're into the hat. I didn't. Who did they draw next? They have got oh Millwall. There's a tie. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, this is what I mean, though. Like, if we if we if we were still in and we let's say we beat Portsmouth or QPR, it could be drawn Millwall or Wimbledon for a place in the semi-finals. I guess mm. that's what we've missed out on, but. Anyway, so, so aren't you going to aren't you going to Wembley at the weekend? Anyway, we, we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, go for go for Spurs away. It's it's very similar. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, we might as well go on to uh, Millwall now. Uh, oh fuck, it, I hate Millwall. I'm sorry. No, um, I mean, who, who doesn't? Um, but yeah, they this Ever, beat Everton three two, um, and there seemed to be a theme of last minute goals uh, in the, in the FA Cup this weekend. Um, but yeah, in horrible conditions, and I don't mean just because he was at the new den. Um, <laughs> yeah, Everton were poor again. Like it was ridiculous. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I didn't think Millwall were that good. Well, they scored from three set pieces, didn't they? It was uh, pretty embarrassing, really. Um, I say Everton played, you know, the likes of Richarlison, and uh, I think I think did Michael Keane play? I'm sure they had. Oh, I wanted to say proper centre half, but she was more or less their first team out, um, and they just couldn't defend anything at the box. Yeah, I heard someone say that they Richarlison went out wide because it wasn't the sort of game that Bernard would want to play in. Oh, Jonathan Pierce yeah. twittered on about it at the start. Yeah, I mean, like, what? Just expecting him to start shouting about Matilda and Sir Killalot, but he, <laughs> but he, but he didn't. <laughs> he gets overexcited about nothing, though, doesn't he? But. but 
Uh, it was just a really good game. I liked it. Um, so it was everything you want in a cup tie, really, except Millwall winning. Apart but, from Millwall winning, yeah. yeah. Um, bit of controversy in this game, I suppose. Uh, so uh, the second goal, uh, blatant handball, basically. Oh, completely. Um, now, it was interesting because Marco Silva was calling for VAR. And then they were going on that VAR wasn't um, used because it wasn't being held at a Premier League ground and whatever. But apparently that's not actually the rule because one of the other games, like like Doncaster Oldham, used VAR. (laughs) To me, you can't have some games in the the same round having VAR and some not. It it can't be the look of the draw. Surely they all have it or they don't. Like it, it... defeats the point otherwise it's going to be a level playing field and it was only 16 grounds hmm? a lot of the Premier League grounds will be well equipped for it anyway and how long have they had to prepare for this two three weeks like yeah. send the engineers around in advance rig it up like it can't be that hard television cameras are there <laughs> and anyway and stuff because that was the interesting thing about the Millwall thing is because it, it looks like it uses exactly the same feed as the television cameras uh, which they do on the stadium TVs as well. So they're yeah. showing the replays on the stadium <laughs> screen. And Neil Harris was not very happy about that at all. I was telling them to take it down and Marco Silva was saying to play it again. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah I, I think I tweeted during the last, the first FA well, the third round of the FA Cup, that it's ridiculous that you can have a competition where one game will have VAR and the next game won't. And also, there's been, there's been to- I think, I'm, I'm sure it happened, where there was a game where it was used in the first game, but not in the replay, or the other yeah. way around. No, it like, was, what? yeah. I think, I think that was the case in, certainly in Newcastle's game. I don't think we had VAR down at Ewood Park. We had it up here. And then, of course, we scored an offside goal in the replay. So, you know, I, look be, at the draw. It would be more understandable if there was a game being played. So, if like, some proper non-league team got through... One of these, like, you know, one man and a dog type grounds. I, I kind of maybe see the case for it then, but you know, some of the, you know, the new den is is, it's probably bigger than Bournemouth's ground. Yeah, my house, my house is my house is bigger than Bournemouth's ground. So. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was it was good to see a, a traditional style cup tie. But yeah, just I'm, I'm sorry, Millwall fans, but unfortunately, it's all Millwall go through. Uh, but I imagine Everton fans will be feeling. You know, very similar to yourself, because they must think that in in this sort of circumstances, they'd have had a tint at the FA Cup this season. No, completely. That, that glut aside, seventh down to I think it's Brighton and maybe thirteenth. Um, all of those teams should be going hell for leather to win this, mm-hmm. uh, especially now they've seen the draw. If they're still in, like Brighton have got a replay at West Brom. If they don't go all out to win that, they don't deserve to be a Premier League club because. You know, they're existent to finish, to try and finish 12th. Like, yeah. I can kind of understand it when you're trying to stay up because of the, the monetary rewards of that. But the difference between finishing 12th and 14th is, what, a couple of mil? Yeah. You'll probably re- recoup that anyway in, in prize money. So That's, that's it. You like, so Watford must be, like, thinking we could we could be in here. Well, I say we'll come on to the draw later on, but uh, with two of the big lads drawing each other, yeah. you've pretty much, you know, two games in Wembley against lower league opposition if you can get the right draw. Uh, another Premier League who, well, did survived this time round. Uh, Premier League Wolves, who've been doing pretty well, uh, played against Shrewsbury. Um, t- uh, were two 0 down. Uh, ended up getting a last minute Matt Doherty equaliser to finish two two. 
Yeah, no, I, I didn't see any of this unfold because it was at the same time as I was at uh, our game, but uh, I saw match of the day and they came back right towards the end. Um, all I remember, th- all I've written down for this match is John Rudy should have saved a goal, and then afterwards they said he really shouldn't have done. So, uh, reading that, what you will. <laughs> yeah, uh, was it Doherty's goal? Um, it was it was hit really hard from an angle, and I was like, how he let that in? And then they actually showed the replay, and I think it takes a slight deflection. Oh, so yeah, I'll let... the second. I think it was the second. I so I'll let him off. But it is John Ruddy. Well, yeah. He's younger than you think as well, isn't he? Strange. Isn't he? You look at him and you think, oh, he's been around forever. Then you find out he's like twenty-five or something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah. Well, and it, okay, it wasn't a full strength wolf side. They played uh, some some young guy who made his debut. Um, I think, and they they but they they played most of their squad had played in the Premier League this season. Um, yeah. That's it. Like Helder Costa's class is like a not not a first teamer for them now, but mm-hmm. he would get into probably a lot of Premier League sides, I would imagine. Yeah, so. that's how Jimenez started and stuff like that. Um, Bolly was suspended, but whether he'd have played or not, we don't know. Um, but yeah, there's Wolves. They didn't look like their normal attacking team, and I remember you said on on the show a few times. Um, you know, would that team fancy you know the cold winter nights mm. and stuff like that? And then so a rainy afternoon in against uh, Shrewsbury, who are in League One, I believe. That's it. Yes, yeah, they are. They are. But yeah, managed to salvage an equaliser. Whether whether Wolves would welcome a replay or not, uh, I don't know. But yeah, Wolves could be another team thinking you know maybe they've got a you know could kick on and win the win win the win the FA Cup now. Not completely. Um, there's nothing, no reason why they can't go uh, pretty far, considering they've taken points off, you know, Man United, Man City, and Chelsea, who are the three big lads left in. So, yeah. uh, so a few Premier League sides left in. Then we'll probably rattle through the rest of the games pretty quickly, unless there's something I forgot. Uh, Man City beat Burnley five 0 again. Yawn. Yeah. Uh, where's the other Premier League sides? Brighton drew nil nil with West Brom. Even bigger yawn. I was kind of surprised about that, considering West Brom score goals for fun in the Championship. Did you see? Um, sorry to interrupt. Did you see uh, the shot here where Brighton hit the post, and then Lacardia ran away to get the ball, got pulled down, and the VAR didn't give a pen for it. Oh, I, I, I only saw. <laughs> I think when they were showing the highlights, I was just like, yeah, "This is rubbish." And I, I remember they, they did an interview with Chris Hooten afterwards, and he was saying something about Lacardia being pulled down, but I wasn't paying that much attention. Uh, well, he, he might have been offside. I think that might be the only thing that might have saved him. But literally, like the shot was hit the post. It went. I think it probably went out for the throw in. It was heading that way anyway. And Lacardia went run after it and just got pulled over. And the side it wasn't a pen on, on VAR. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, I haven't written them down, so forgive me if I get the scores wrong. Uh, Spurs got knocked out by Palace. They did. Uh, was it 2-0? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Uh... Anything of note in that game? Connor Wickham scored for the first time in 799 days, which is quite an achievement. Probably been injured for... Yeah, for 798 of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Spurs looked totally toothless um, without, obviously, Kane, Ali and Son, and Ericsson wasn't even in the 18, despite being fit. They just decided to rest him. Well, Son, um, Son will be back next week, won't they? they yeah, they great. Out. They had one job, to, to, keep, <laughs> to, keep, to keep them there from before the playoffs, and he came back, so great. But... Uh, they just look terrible. They played this kid Skip in midfield, who everyone's been raving about. I and they, he, I think they played him in the Premier League a few weeks ago. Uh, he was he was garbage, but maybe that's a bit harsh. He had nothing to work with. And uh, Spruini, 
someone said Spironi had a great game, and I was looking at the stats afterwards, and he made four saves. So, if that's a great game, then fair play to him. Uh, the other Premier League team, what, I think there's only one, uh, Chelsea uh, winning last night. can't remember who they played. Uh, Chef Wed. I, I don't know why. Sheffield Wednesday, that's the one, yeah. I really don't know why this was on telly. It's because Chelsea, mate. Yeah, great. Made me, I, I genuinely was falling asleep watching it. And But I do remember Chelsea being quite attacking. Uh, I didn't watch much of this, to be honest. I couldn't stomach it. But uh, I saw Chef Wed got a pen, and then it got overturned, and then Chelsea got a pen. Straight, yeah, went straight out the river and got a pen by, by VAR. And that was the end of that. And Hudson Odoi took his goal really well. Yeah. But Hudson Odoi looked really, really good. To be fair, the only thing he does like to do that thing where you go one way and then backheel the ball the other way. Ah, uh, yes. He, he does. He did that every time he got the ball. It's just like what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> a Bayern Munich watching? Are they really going to be wanting to pay, you know, forty million for this? Um, but yeah, he, he played really well. To be fair, yeah, Chelsea. They they looked the ball. They were passing the ball forwards and everything, uh, and then they bought Jorginho on. <laughs> uh, which was was strange. Uh, uh, Higua- Higuain didn't want to take the penalty. Which... Oh, I thought what that was. I didn't have the sound on. Yeah, I just yeah, saw. He didn't want to take the penalty. Whether right. that was just like a you know, oh, but well, no, it's your job type of thing. Like, I don't know, but it's really strange for a striker, you know, <laughs> coming into a new league. You know, not wanting to, you know, get that boost in confidence. I, I really don't know how he's going to do. I know. Obviously, he scored a lot of goals in Italy, but uh, I, I just struggle to see him. Everyone keeps raving about, oh, when he was at Swiss Sarri at Napoli, you know, he, he broke Serie A's goalscoring record. Like, that was two years ago, and he's a lot can happen in, in two years. You know, he's, he's 32 now. You know, a lot changes between the age of 30 and 32. And he was playing, you know, no disrespect to the Italian league, it, it's not as fast as the Premier League, as multiple players have found out, you know. Yeah. People are expecting to come over and turn down, you know, rip up trees and stuff. I didn't see anything that impressed me yesterday against Sheffield Wednesday. No, but we always say, we say in the week, he, there's going to be a, a period of him having to adapt. And he doesn't have a lot of time to play with, really. Mm. Uh, so, what other games do we have here? Uh, I think that's all the Premier League games co- teams covered. Uh, Accrington lost to Frank Lampard's derby. The only interesting thing about this, there were two red cards. Yeah, one of them was on loan from Newcastle. Um, Dan Barlazer, Bale Barlazer, whatever you want to call it. He got two yellows. And looks very distraught about it. Uh, uh, Middlesbrough earned a replay. Well, Newport County, rather, earned a replay with Middlesbrough. I believe it was a last-minute goal. It was. Late. It was pretty late, wasn't it? Yeah, no, there's a lot of rumblings about Tony Pulis up here. Um, people from the Middlesbrough area really aren't happy with him. Um, probably because they've spent a fortune in, ch- in championship terms and they're shit to watch and in terms of performances. So yeah, That's because they're managed by Tony Pulis? No, I mean, it's the old centre-halves at full-back and eight defensive mids. But he's looked he's look to solve that this week by signing John Obi mikel So let, let the attacking yeah. football flow. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Um, what others? Uh, yeah, Doncaster uh, beat Oldham 2-1. Uh, interesting because, yeah, VIO was used to give a last-minute penalty. Uh, I believe Peter Clark was involved in all three goals. Uh, I didn't realise he was actually still playing. Uh, but he scored an own goal for the first, scored the equaliser, then got sent off giving away the penalty for the for the winner. Oh, he had a great deal. <laughs> yeah, he literally ticked all of the boxes. <laughs> um, yeah, Swansea uh, beat Gillingham 4-1. 
in the most cup toy of cup toys, I suppose. There's a fixture. Uh, I didn't write anything else down about that. Uh, Portsmouth drew with QPR. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, they did. Yeah. They did. <laughs> and I, think, I think that's all of the toys. I'm sure there must have been more. Oh, there's one tonight, isn't there? There's uh, Barnet Brentford in the Battle of the Bees. Uh, uh, Brentford, Brentford are winning. Oh, okay. You'd expect Brentford to win that one, really. Yeah, I mean, I'm only kind of half watching it, but it's been pretty entertaining. They've, uh, Brentford's bit the post a few times. All I saw this morning before I went to work was that Sky were making a big deal out of both the mascots of bees and doing some kind of like it's a knockout style beefing where they had them taking penalties against each other and... Seeing people say the FA, people say the FA Cup's dead. It's not. Yeah. And it's, this is this is Sky who don't even cover the FA. Cup. <laughs> Just I making mean, an effort. The absolute moment of the weekend for me is the Womble celebrating uh, at Wimbledon. I don't know if you saw this. No, but, I haven't seen it. Well, Wimbledon's went two 0 up or maybe one 0 up, a goal anyway, and uh, someone in the crowd had a tinfoil FA Cup, which is you know standard fare. Yeah, yeah. So the Wimbledon player grabbed it and was like celebrating, running around the page with it. And then it cut to like somewhere further around the stadium, and there's the mascots of Womble, and he was just mm-hmm. doing laps of honour, having a great time. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so, yeah, on to the draw then. We'll go over that then quickly. So, I've just got it in order that it was drawn out by the looks of it. Uh, so, Bristol City will be at home to either Shrewsbury or Wolves. Uh, AFC versus Millwall, which I imagine is going to be on TV. Also, what was wrong? What was with the scheduling this weekend? So, in the first, the third round, there were games all over the shop. Yet there were only two games on the Sunday this weekend. Both of them in the evening. Oh, it was just a pain in the ass, wasn't it? Like you know, and who thought? I oh, know. Let's put Barnet versus Brentford on a Monday night for the international audience. <sighs> I, I don't know. Like I thought, Akron v Derby was a ballsy pick for for the Saturday lunchtime. Mm-hmm. And it sort of went downhill from there. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, there were some strange picks for television. Uh, Doncaster will play Crystal Palace at home. Uh, Manchester City will travel to either Middlesbrough or Newport in what, a game that will probably be on TV. Uh, the Friday night game will probably be Chelsea versus Manchester United. Ah, now you say that, but Chelsea are in the Europa League on the Thursday night, so they'll have to play either the Sunday or the Monday. I don't think they have to, though. They could schedule it for the Saturday, because I'm sure that's happened before. I mean, before. it'd be, be fucking great if they schedule it for the, for the Friday, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> Get off that plane. <laughs> um, Swansea uh, will play Barnet or Brentford. Looking like it'll be Brentford at the moment, then, uh, judging by the game that's going on at the moment. Uh, Portsmouth will play... Uh, Portsmouth, or QPR, rather, will play Watford. Uh, and Derby will travel to Brighton or West Brom. There's only one good tie in there, isn't there? Well, I think Newport versus Man City would be great from a, 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 a David Glyde point of view because that's pretty much as small as it gets versus as big as it gets. Oh, yeah, after after what uh, Man City did to Burn, I bet they cannot wait. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, I suppose Middlesbrough knocked out Man City a few years ago, didn't they? Or was that Chelsea knocked out? They beat somebody. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, other than that, I'm really struggling. Doncaster v Palace is like League One versus Prem, so that'll be on telly. Mm. Uh, potentially Bristol City versus Wolves, I guess, will be kind yeah. of possibility for an upset. So the only game that jumps out at me, apart from Chelsea and Man United, is Wimbledon Millwall. I mean, I hope Wimbledon win, but it's. I mean, one of them's going to be in the quarter final. You might you might feasibly have like 
a, a Wimbledon versus Swansea quarterfinal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stuff so, of dreams. So Stuff Premier, of dreams. Premier, Premier League. So the Premier League teams left are Brighton, Watford, uh, Chelsea, Man United. One of them is definitely going out. Uh, Man City, Palace, and Wolves. Yeah, and assuming Brighton and Wolves survive their replays, mm-hmm. you'd probably fancy Brighton at home against Derby. Um, Watford will probably you should knock out Portsmouth or QPR. Uh, Chelsea or Man United, you'd probably go Man United on current form, but who knows? Um, Man City, Palace, Wimbledon or Millwall, and Wolves. Yeah. That's, that, that's your last eight. It's it, it, it's looking. You know how the World Cup was pretty dull because all the big teams went out. What, what's the World What's the World Cup dull? <laughs> well, you know what I mean. <laughs> like there were a lot of not great games from what I remember. Although I was in India, drunk a lot during it because all the games were really late at night. Um, <laughs> but um, this is the most uninspiring FA Cup draw I think I've ever seen. There's a lot of, uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm just upsetting myself further. Like, there's a lot of teams I would like to have played in, in this round, or indeed the round after, yeah. and none of which we will play. Although we may have played in the league next season, which will be less exciting. So, yeah. yeah. So we went out to Man United, so can't really argue that. Uh, I, I, went, I remember sitting here watching when they did the fourth round draw, just thinking, anyone but Man United. Anyone <laughs> but Man United. I'd have taken City. Uh, anyone but Man United, and now it came. Great. I, I knew I knew we were doomed from then. Right, so anything else you want to discuss about the FA Cup? About the how the magic has gone? Uh no, I've I say I'm well I'm truly sickened with football in general at the minute, so um until until next year FA Cup. Or or three weeks' time, whichever comes first. Right, so I thought we'd just have a quick run through just to stretch the show out a little bit as we're only half half an hour in, but we won't I don't think we'll take too long doing this. Uh just have a quick rattle through the the current Premier League table, uh, and with it being I say a week to go till the transfer window closes, uh just what you think each team will possibly be looking to to sign, if anything. Uh so I think what we'll do, I think we'll go from the bottom upwards. Uh, so Huddersfield Town currently rock bottom of the Premier League uh, with a five wins. That can't be right. Oh no, no two, five, two wins. Five, five draws. <laughs> five wins. <laughs> Eleven points. Uh, do we see Huddersfield making any signings? Uh, they've announced their new manager. Yeah, they're, they're practically down. Yeah, I think um, they need a goal scorer, but that costs money, and I don't think they'll be willing to shell that out at this point. And that's it. Who who they who they bringing in? Like, unless you're getting somebody on loan, you're not bringing in a, a, anyone on a five year contract because you're going to be in the championship next season. That's it. It's a hard sell. Um, the best bet might be signing someone from the championship who's you know got potential to score goals, but again, even they aren't cheap these days. Like, I don't really know who they could get, so they might just hold what they've got. I mean, to be fair, Mooney cost them twelve mil in these crap. So I mean, they're going to, have to spend more more than that to try and survive. Yeah, so I don't see them uh, Fulham, a uh, team expected to spend money, uh, judging at some of the news uh, reports, uh, they are currently second from bottom with fourteen points. Uh, been linked with Antonio Valencia this morning. Uh, apparently, Man United having a bit of a clear out. Uh, I mean, he can't make things any worse, really. Um, they got the worst defence in the league by like seven goals. Mm-hmm. So, 
I, I like that he's trying to buy defenders. I mean, he already, well, he already, bought, he already bought Ryan Barbell to try and shore up that defence. So I mean, um, that's the thing. Valencia isn't a defender. He's just been playing as well. Uh, well, that's true. I mean, if I was Fulham, I would probably try and get like Gary Cahill or someone like that. But mm-hmm. um, they were linked quite heavily with him at the start of the window, weren't they? But whether they do or not, uh, who knows what Ranieri's thinking? So yeah, I, I say I know they went for and a right back has been something they've been looking for because he went for Danny Simpson, didn't he? Um, which which is strange, but he does seem to like him. So yeah, Valencia would Valencia join them though? You know, does he uh, captain of Man United? Does he you know have bigger aspirations? I think I, I think he's out of favour. I think he probably sees the writing on the wall. Mm. Um, and he seems like the type of player who would probably just want to play because he obviously missed quite a lot of game time with uh, broken legs and whatnot. So I think if the right move came along, uh, I think he would probably go. But whether Fulham is the right move or not is another matter. Cardiff City then oh, this is going to be an awkward one to talk about oh, uh, it's so sad isn't it um, yeah, it, it, it's I say spending what £18 million on a striker yeah yeah. So I noticed that the, um, the search for the um, the private search for to see if they could find any evidence of what, as what has happened uh, I'm guessing everyone I'm not going to go over it because I'm guessing everyone is least if you listen to a football podcast I'm guessing you know what's happened um I say they began searching again today, but like people like Mbappe and Messi have all d- donated to this go- GoFundMe that his family put up. That's nice of them to do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they they play Arsenal at the Emirates tomorrow night. Uh, hopefully they say they should be up by then. Uh, and Arsenal are planning a tribute before the game. They actually had a tribute before the game on Friday night as well, uh, just after doing some weird light show, uh, <laughs> which was really strange. Uh, one thing that did strike me. Uh, this I, this isn't about taste, but but they've been interviewing his family and stuff like that, and his sister is the spitting image of him. Like you know, you see someone, you think, and you could say, you could say, oh, your brother and sister. Mm. Like yeah, really weird. You know, <laughs> it must be really eerie for the moment. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's 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 a horrible thing um, to happen. It's it's it's, it's been a, a, a strange uh, week for football, but. A Cardiff in a similar situation now to how Leicester were. They just, you know, that puts a cloud, puts it all into perspective, doesn't it? You know, and they just want to get on with things now. Oh yeah, I mean, I saw Warnock today saying it'd been his hardest week in football because he, he's obviously never had to deal with this kind of thing. Yeah. He said he can, he's considered quitting, hasn't he? Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah, but it, but I. I, I didn't bring this up last week because I don't think I saw it until after uh, afterwards. He he mentioned that um, in an interview last week that this transfer window will be his last transfer window. Oh really? Obviously indicating that he's quitting and going to retire in the summer. Perhaps well, he's, he's retired so many times though. <laughs> yeah, I say, but yeah, he, he 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 said in an interview today apparently that he considered walking away from football. Well, I mean, it it must be tough to try and deal with. Uh... Yeah as a situation but um, it's one of those situations where from a footballing point of view do they go out and find another striker um, I'm guessing they're probably not going to spend the money again I don't know how that how that works that's, thing, that's one thing because I, I say I know there was there was talk in the news like of an insurance claim but you know how does you know insurance companies are like as well well I was going to say like again without being in bad taste if they can't find um, his body or anything like that, yeah. then, I mean, will the insurance company even pay out? But um, it's not something I really want to speculate on, but I imagine if they can loan another forward 
to try and help them out. Well, I saw Leicester had apparently offered them Slomani on loan. Decent sign, I suppose. He did all right for us when he was uh, here last last January, but uh, I don't know if Cardiff used their loan slots already on Nias and. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe because I know he possi- possibly Harry Arda is he on loan. Or? Yeah, yeah, he is because Warnock was complaining, wasn't he, about Klein? He wanted to bring in Klein, and there was someone else, but he wasn't allowed to because the rules. Oh right. Like that. So maybe uh, maybe they were, oh no, they've signed Nias since, haven't they? Was Nias on loan or was he yeah, permanent? Yeah, I'm sure Nias is only on loan as well. Well, they're both loans and they can't loan anyone else domestically, but um, so, I don't know, maybe the Premier League will make a, an exception for them because of the yeah, circumstances. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, but yeah, that's the thing, you know, that, that 18 million they've spent has gone, as horrible as it seems, you know, where you know they're not going to get that back straight away if at all. Yeah, so yeah, strange situation. Because um, a striker was definitely the one thing they definitely needed. Yeah, and I mean, I saw Nias the other week, and he he wasn't great, but then again, he probably hasn't played much for at all, really, for the best part of the season. So maybe he'll get better with a bit of match fitness. Yeah. Um, on to your club then, Dave. Should we just skip Newcastle? I mean, we'll just try and loan a load of people. Um, we, we try to get. I don't know if you saw this, Jordan Lukaku, Romelu's brother. Oh yeah, he's failed a medical apparently. Allegedly, yeah. Um, See, I thought that'd have been quite a good sign. He's quite highly rated. I think he probably was, but he's had a lot of injuries, um, which is why he's available for loan. But uh, he would definitely have helped because he's a left-back, so that would have been very useful. Um, we will probably end up getting someone in on loan, but I don't know how good they'll be. What, any, any particular position you're hoping for? Or? I mean, he wants a left-back because he's only got Dummett and Dummett injured, which is why I've had, we've kind of shoehorned ourselves into playing this three... 3-5, whatever it is. Um, with Richie playing as a wing-back, which is really not his position. He's done all right, but he can't really defend. So he wants someone who can do the left side of that. Um, he wants a centre-mid because Isaac Hayden wants to go back home because it was family, because he's got a young kid and the, mm-hmm. his, wife, his wife hasn't settled. So he keeps twisting on about wanting to leave. But um, We're trying to get a guy called Samaras, I think it is, from Benfica, um, who's a He's a centre mid, but again, we only deal in loans, so like it's like we're just asking these clubs to lend us their players for six months. It's pathetic, really. And then on top of that, we want an attacking player. We'll try to get Gelson Martins from Atletico Madrid, I think. Oh, yeah, he's gone to Monaco. Hasn't but he's gone to Monaco, oh, so that's 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 out. So uh, yeah. Oh well, you, at least you can have all the Lonsdale trainers. And um, CDs from HMV that you could ever want. Um, yeah, when we said we want a record, a record signing, that's not what we meant. <laughs> uh, going up the table, then Burnley. They seem to be getting things together. They're not really a club that traditionally sell, uh, buys many players. No, and when, when you break it down, they've actually spent a fortune across the positions. Like mm-hmm. Ben Gibson, defence, 16 mil. Hendrick and Defoe between them must have been over 20 mil combined. And then Chris Wood and Vidra must have cost a fair bit as well, I would think. Yeah, so, so I don't know. I don't suppose they have endless resources of money, but I don't think they've been linked with anybody, really, have they? Yeah, no. So they, they, they don't ever seem to do much business. Uh, Southampton seems to be more outgoings than incomings. Yeah, so Charlie Austin might be leaving today. Yeah, apparently Wolves are interested in him, which I think could be a, a strange signing, but I think they want some back. He's, I suppose he's very similar to Jimenez, in a way, so a bit of competition for him. I mean, I can actually see that working, to be honest, because 
the likes of Hotto and Jimenez and um, Helder Costa and whoever else will do all his running. He'll just stand in the six-yard box and score tappings, which yeah. probably probably suits him down the ground. But yeah, so not much talk on players they've been, they've been linked to. Again, I think they're I think they're a side that are better than their league position, and as I say they've they've had a, a decent run of form. Yeah, it's amazing getting rid of Mark Hughes does for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, Crystal Palace. Uh, uh, they've signed some goalkeeper. Apparently, he's very highly rated. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing they don't have a pot to piss in because they've just signed Bakary Sacco from West Brom on a free transfer. Yeah, apparently they released in the summer. Yeah, it was odd, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. he's only just signed for um, West Brom as well. He was without a club for quite a while and only recently signed for West Brom. And then, yeah, they've uh, pulled him back. Uh, there's been talk that Zaha could be off uh, to China again. Uh, to China? Yeah, wow. he was linked. he's linked with China and he's been linked somewhere else. And I'm thinking he wouldn't, he couldn't cope in Manchester. I don't <laughs> know if I've said this on the show before, but he, he couldn't cope in Manchester. How the fuck is he going to cope in China? I think I saw the Dortmund bid from or something like it that. It might what? be. I'm sure there was. Yeah. A short, I'm sure there was a European club who who were, who were interested in him as well. I mean, this is probably an unpopular opinion, but he's not even that good. Like, when was the last time we did anything for Palace? He, he just runs a lot, doesn't he? I mean. So, t- Townsend's been far the more productive player out of the two of them over the last three or four months. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, Hodgson, yeah, they're putting a goalkeeper. I'm sure they were linked with somebody. Well, the, fo- the, the problem is Wayne Hennessy's in bother, isn't he? Because he's been uh, given the old salute. <laughs> the old salute. <laughs> <laughs> which, 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 has, which hasn't gone down well, despite what he says it was. Uh, Julian Speroni's 400 years old. Yep. And the other guy... Guaida, whatever it's called. Guaida, he's, yeah, he's injured, uh, isn't he? Injured, yeah, so they need to get a goalkeeper. Mm. So if they've got one, then fair play. Yeah. Uh, Brighton and Hove Albion, um, they, they, I think they've signed somebody early in the window already, but they, they sign on, they're very under the radar with their signings, Brighton. And they've got, well, as we've discovered over the last few weeks, they've got quite a big squad all of a sudden. They've yeah. got all these these random players who turn up. like yeah. pe- Players pe- you've never heard of. Pe- Pez Marsley players who've just like... Here's Bernardo, the left back, and and Andone, the Romanian forward. Like, where where these guys come from? <laughs> like, um, Bournemouth uh, mainly been linked with selling players. Apparently, Chelsea are back in uh, for Nathan Ake. Um, I don't know if they've got a clause in his contract to buy him back, but they've apparently bid forty million pounds for it. Oh, they really well. They've just signed Mapham, is it, from Brentford, the centre back? Bournemouth. Yeah, for, I saw they were linked with a few championships. So I'm, I'm guessing if he's coming in, obviously him and uh, Steve Cook won't be going anywhere. So maybe that is time for Arcade to go. Yeah, because I think uh, Tyron Mings is it who went there and has been injured ever since. He cost a bit of money as well, didn't he? Yeah, he, he cost. A lot. He's quite highly rated when they signed him. It was a bit of a coup, and then he broke his leg. Yeah, uh, he, game, he didn't got he? a few bad injuries, I think, didn't he? Yeah, but I think he came back, broke his leg again, or something. Uh, is, is he off? Is he or is he staying? Uh, there was talk of him going out on loan to a championship club uh, or, uh, right. or to one of the Scottish clubs. It's well, I mean, they've, they've sold what loaned four out and signed Solanke, so I mean that's yeah. probably an upgrade in current terms. Yeah, um, and then Klein to play right back, whilst Francis is nagged. So. Uh, Everton uh, again they're, they're going to bring anyone in either. they've spent enough money and Silva can't have long left the way they're going at the moment did I see today that PSG are going to sign Idrissa Gear and Everton are going to sign Dekuri in... so we, we talked about this the other week that was, that was oh, apparently right. the plan uh, 
Yeah, uh, Marco Silva is refusing to sell. Uh, guy, gay, guy, however you say it. Uh, and yeah, Decore would have been the backup, which was what they were saying. Uh, I mean, Decore is better than him, surely. Like, yeah, he's younger as well. He can go forward as well as defend. Like, it's something yeah. Idrissa Gay never does. But... I don't know if you've heard Paul Merson. Well, uh, I've heard him say footballers' names wrong a lot. That's... Well, Paul Merson has um, he has joined the as 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 much as I hate to say anything bad against the man, the Ian Wright Club. No, oh, no. Having controversial opinions about his former club. <laughs> now, I'll forgive Ian Wright anything. To be fair, and he, you know, he, he said he said a lot of bad things about the club, uh, and he and he's, he but he backs it up and and stuff like that. Uh, the only thing I can't forgive him with, he's been hanging around with that fat twat out of Arsenal fan TV all week. Um, but <laughs> Paul Merson came out of a cracker this week. So he said, so he, Paul Merson to be fair, has said some terrible things. Uh, he came out this week saying like, oh, I can see Decore is going to Everton. Why aren't Arsenal interested in him? And I'm thinking, okay, talk sense, you know, sort of player we need. And then started to kick off about how terrible Terreira was and what? how Decore was way better than Terreira. Uh, what, like, have you, what have you been watching? Like Torreira's widely renowned as being like one of the bargains of the season so far. Yeah, you know, not, okay, not had, for Merce. He's, he's had a, he's had a couple of games where okay he hasn't had the best games and what you know and whatever. But after the Man United game, Merson ripped into Torreira and was like, "Yeah, we should sign to care him. This this Torreira's rubbish and all this." And I'm just like, "Shut up! What are you talking about?" <laughs> Don't oh, get me wrong, I'd take Decore. He, he, he does look a great player, but... Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, I say Everton... Uh, I, yeah, has been got, has gone back there from being on loan at Villa. Uh, there's talk of a few Premier Clubs being interested. I think you boys have been linked with him. Yeah, but we can't loan him because we've got Rondon and Kennedy on loan. So we'd either have to send Kennedy back, which I wouldn't be adverse to because he's been utterly terrible. Um, however, I don't think Balassi's the answer. Yeah, he's on 70 grand a week as well. Oh well, apparently, which is uh, a bit. <laughs> be like, will you accept Donny socks, my good friend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I say I don't see Everton spending any money. They desperately need a striker, desperately. Calvert Lewin was not the not the answer. Ah, but Cenk Tosin scored, so yeah, maybe he must be, he must be the only striker in history whose purple patch has come under Sam Allardyce. And he's been terrible and everybody else. The thing is, you know how bad it was when, like, on the BBC, they were t- talking around, like, uh, I think oh, somebody said, um, was it Danny Murphy who turned around and said, a Sam Allardyce team would not have lost that game? I, I mean, he's, he's right. Got, he's, got a point. <laughs> he's got a pretty point now, isn't he? He's right, but they also, you know, would have clawed their own eyes out long before now. But, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, like, yeah, Calvert-Lewin, he, he doesn't play as a striker. He just doesn't have, he doesn't have that awareness as a striker for me. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't see them backing him at the moment. You know, if, if they put a decent run of games together and were still mid-table-ish, maybe. But you've just been knocked out of the cup in a in a dismal performance. You know, I don't know what. I, I think that Czech Tosin looks all right, but he just doesn't seem to get the game time. Now, once you're out, you're out. Like there's no second chances for Marco Silva. Yeah. 
uh, on, on to West Ham then. Uh, I noticed which is staying. He decided after watching his team go out the FA Cup to Wimbledon. He thought, <laughs> yeah, oh, this is where I want to be. He just saw that Wimbledon and he was like, yeah. oh, how, how, can, how can I turn this behind? How can yeah. I leave this? Uh, and signed a new contract, strangely. It's yeah. almost as if his brother was angling for it. Um, <laughs> but then West Ham have still been linked with a £43 million move for some yeah, striker I've never heard of. You say as well we're going to sign him and loan him back. Yeah. Mike Ashley would have had a heart attack if he said because that was even on the table. <laughs> but yeah, you know, forty forty million, three million pound. Uh, I can't remember. I can't even remember his name. Is it Gomez? Someone Gomez, I think. Yeah. Never, never, not really heard of him. To be fair, uh, he must be decent if he's West Ham. Well, they're West Ham players at the top for everybody, don't they? Um, they've been linked with a few players, but I think a lot of that was on the back of Arnautovic leaving. Although I have seen tonight that they were interested in John Fleck. Oh, really? Who's currently at Sheffield United. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know how old he is. I remember him being brilliant on Football Manager. Though. Oh, he was a very good young player, wasn't he? Yeah. But he, that's what, 15 years ago, though, yeah, like. yeah, he, was, he was fantastic <laughs> on Football Manager. And I know he popped up at Coventry uh, at one point. As um, Yeah, his panties at Sheffield uh, United now. And West Ham have bid £4 million for him. So, you know, maybe Robert Snodgrass is getting lonely. Um, uh, Leicester City... Um, I don't know. Uh, they just need Jamie Vardy's legs to start working again. Uh, well, where's what, the going to be shot? Or that's it. Like they've got so many players, like so many terrible players, but you know they still got them, so they can't just leave them out. Um, oh, Barnett have equalised. Sorry to interrupt. Um, uh, what do Leicester need? Well, they've got. They've got good young players across across everywhere. Really, I wouldn't if I was them. I wouldn't be buying anybody. I'd just give the youngins more more game time and prepare for next season. Yeah, but Puel's not going to do that because he's constantly. Well, I, I mean, he's probably going to get sacked anyway. Like, I can't imagine they're going to keep him on much longer. You, you've got to give him to the end of the season now, though, haven't you? Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, but after yeah, be, you, be, yeah. beyond that, like they were talking about them getting Benitez to do when he inevitably leaves us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wolves. Uh, not considering like they usually link with every man and his dog. They haven't really, uh, uh, apart from Charlie Austin. I haven't really heard much. I know they were, they were linked again with that guy from Andre Silva. AC Milan. Oh yes, yeah, I. They were linked for him all through the summer, and it, well, it didn't come off. Well, they tried. They tried really hard to get Tommy Abraham until yeah. they until they realised if they got him, they couldn't play him. Yeah. And then they decided they'd probably leave that one alone. <laughs> um, so whether they go back from in the summer or not, I guess that's one to watch. But uh, they need a forward. I can't imagine they'll buy much else. Um, I think every every team needs a forward. Like where are all yeah, the good they're, they're, where are all the good forwards gone? Yeah, there's a distinct lack of uh, of forwards in in the Premier League at the moment. Um, but yeah, uh, so I, I don't think they need much else. You know, they're, they're, Den Donkers come into the side and seems to have done all right. Um, Say so Neves is he's, he's, you know having the season of his life. Um, ever since he's got there, really, he's been he's been, he's been brilliant. So yeah, I think they'll be happy to tick on if they are. They're, they're obviously um, way ahead of where they thought they were going to be anyway. So uh, what on to Watford then? Big talking point there is Decore leaving. Yeah, I mean you'd pro- you'd probably say if he goes. Um, Chalabar played well on Saturday, so the you know he would be the natural replacement, I guess. 
Uh, is it Domingos Keane? He, he looks like a talent as well. Yeah, so. Barcelona, the guy from West Ham. Barcelona <coughs> yeah. are interested in him. I think they've, they've, I said earlier, like Watford have got sort of 22, 23 pretty good players. Like, there's not, uh, Decore is probably the, the pick of the bunch, but there's not mm-hmm. like one or two who you'd say, well, if, they're, if they are out injured, they're knackered. Like, they've got fairly good replacements across the board. They do, um, they do seem to have a lot of players, though, don't they, Watford? They've always they, had this problem. They do, but even, like, Mariapa Mar- Mar- comes in and plays centre-back and isn't a disgrace. Like, how has that happened? He's been around forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say they've got, like, success who's still there. He's still fairly young as well, isn't he? Uh, I think so, yeah. He, has, he, you know, he, doesn't, he hasn't really done that well uh, since he's been there. He's a bit of a unit, like, he, uh, he likes a bit wrestle off the ball. Mm. Uh, who else? Um... Uh, Gray, Andre Gray, who's again, sorry Dave, scored against you at the weekend. Um, yeah, f- kind of forgotten then. Yeah, well, uh, Barnett have scored again. Okay, excellent. So two one. Yeah, they're having the time of their lives, but n- but not a womble inside. <laughs> right. uh, um, but yeah, I say I don't, I don't see, I, I, don't, I don't know who Watford are going to be. Uh, Looking for signs, to be fair. Uh, I don't think they'll bother. I think, as I say, unless Decoria leaves and they really fancy replacing him, but I say with, with Chalabar being there already, he's probably already made a replacement, I would think. So they'll probably just see what happens in the summer. Yeah. Uh, next, Manchester United, the form team in the Premier League. It's like it's weird looking at this table and it's got all the form next to it and like there's red, yeah. red everywhere and just Man United green. Green, 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 green. green. Ugh, makes me feel sick. Um, they obviously need a centre back at some point, but I don't think they're being a rush at the moment. That's the thing; like everyone, everyone at the minute is playing ten times better than they were playing three or four months ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, Lindelof looks like the player that he, he looks yeah. really good all of a sudden. Um, Bay, I think Bay been playing alongside him or yeah, Smaller. Yeah, no. yeah, I mean that's it. Like all these silly mistakes they're making beforehand, they're not under as so much pressure because they're actually scoring goals. So it's uh, it's amazing what what. What a difference it can make, like, but I, I don't think they'll do anything. Not least because the the, the manager situation is still up for grabs. So right. I can't imagine them buying anybody with a view to a new manager then coming in and saying, "Well, I don't want X, Y, and Z." So um, I'll be surprised if they did anything at all. That's the thing. I think there's going to be like a big summer overhaul there. I think you will see like your likes of uh, you know your Smallings, your Joneses, and that like all leave the club. Um, yeah, and then potentially big name signings coming in now, but. There's no point there. There's not really much point there. They 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 are having the new manager bounce of all new manager bounces, um, and I think even if they finish the, I think if they even if they finish the season in sixth now, I think Man United fans would be happy just the fact that Mourinho's gone. Well, I say it's amazing. Like now, if you look at them, the way it's opened up PSG in the Champions League. PSG don't have Neymar mm-hmm. for the first leg at least. You know, there's every chance they'll get through that now, the way they're playing. Yeah. Um, I'd fancy them to beat anybody at the moment. That's what I mean. Like, this, literally, the sky's the limit, the way they're playing at the moment. Like, yeah. it's uh, very hard to see where they're going to slip up. And now I've said that, they'll lose to Burnley tomorrow night, but still. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> uh, on to Chelsea. Uh, the one position they needed to fill, they have. They've signed a 32-year-old striker and loaned out a 25-year-old one. Um, <laughs> I think Morris is about 25, isn't he? It can't be much he's more than that, I would have thought. Yeah, so, uh, uh, Hudson-Odoi, uh, apparently they've announced he's staying. 
he doesn't seem too keen himself personally. No, they've, they've told him he's not leaving, but uh, he's obviously caught on pretty quickly that he's not 30-plus, so he's not in Sarri's plans. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. And even if he even if he stays till the end of the season, he's going in the summer because they've signed Pulisic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so he's just like, oh, so if I stay and get a few games now in the summer, I'm still doomed. It must be horrible being a youth player at Chelsea. Oh, yeah. They have a cracking youth setup as well. I think they've won the FA Youth Cup multiple times. Yeah, yeah, but how many of those players actually get into the team? Yeah, so, I, so they, um, I know they had a player a few seasons ago called George Saville. Oh, yeah, so. Quite highly rated. I think he was playing for one of the teams in the FA Cup this weekend. I think he's at Derby or so. He was at he's, Wolves at one he, point. He was at Middlesbrough. Um, he might, that might be where he was. I remember seeing his name popped up on um, on uh, one of the FA Cup games and stuff like that. Yeah, but he was really highly rated. Uh, Josh McCracken uh, and stuff like that. Um, uh, I said they got this Mason Mount kid who's at oh, yeah. Derby at the moment. Uh, Huddersfield, interesting enough, Huddersfield, the season they came up in the Championship and they were renowned for their attacking ability in the Championship, it was full of Chelsea loanees. Yeah, they Andy had... Brown and that lot. And Casey Palmer, I think, scored against us yeah. um, early on in the season. But yeah, they've got so many good young players and they're all strewn across Europe now, probably at Vitesse and the like. But um, it's just a shame for them because I say I cannot imagine they're going to get much game time there. So Hudson Odoi say he looked really good in the game the other day. Um, so coming on to coming on to Ar- oh I've missed out Arsenal strangely. Um, I've said, <laughs> why do I think we were above Chelsea? Uh, so yeah, we'll come on to Arsenal because I think Hudson Odoi is the sort of player that Arsenal would really need to sign right now. I saw you in for uh, Perisic, and he really seems quite keen to, to join. Yeah, he's got a transfer request and everything to to come on loan to Arsenal. Because <laughs> I going by our history, I'd be surprised if we signed him full time. Because he's he's twenty nine, and obviously Wenger didn't sign anybody over thirty on, on more than a one year deal. Uh, but obviously we've then gone and signed Licksteiner, uh, and a few, you know a few a few other players we've gone in for are a bit older as well. Um, I don't know if he's what we need though, Perisic. Well, I mean, I've talked about this before, where like the system you play doesn't seem to really have wingers as such. Like mm-hmm. you've got Lagazette or Aubameyang seem to get shoved out wide with a Wobi and. Uh, and the other one playing through the middle, but if you play, if you get Perisic, you're going to have to play him. Uh, was he a left winger? He's a left winger, basically. He can play in the middle. I think he did for Croatia a few times. But like that's the last position you need to fill, really, the centre forward position. No, but I think he can play like that. He can play like just behind the striker kind of role. He's not like a centre forward by any stretch. Ah, right. Okay. But I think he can fill spots in the midfield uh, because right. at the moment Aaron Ramsey's playing. And you know, um, you know, Emery doesn't want to keep Aaron Ramsey playing. Yeah, he's, yeah. De- he's definitely going by the side, even though nothing's been announced yet. Um, I can't help but feel he wants a replacement for Iwobi. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't mind Iwobi. Like, I think he'd be very good at, a, you know, like a Watford or something like that. He's just mm-hmm. not good enough for Arsenal, is he? He's, uh... If he was a central midfield player, I'd be quite happy with him because he's good on the ball. His feet are fat. He's footwork is fantastic yeah he creates opportunities for himself he just he's not a finisher and he's not direct enough so against man united was prime example the amount of times like we broke against man united down the left but he has no urgency to him (sighs) he's like Ertzel. he's very casual in Uh. going forward if he had like a bit of pace or anything and was running at that back four 
we'd have, I think we'd have, we'd have caused Man United a lot of problems. Uh, I can't wait till the end of the season when Reese Nelson comes back. Oh yes, he's doing well abroad yeah. in Germany, isn't he? Yeah, because yeah. Reese Nelson is exactly that sort of player. And the, well, talking about the signs that, that I think we need, we need that sort of player like your Jaden Sancho's. Mm. Um, you know, I wouldn't sign him, but someone like Wilfred Zaha would probably do well in the Arsenal team because of the way we break. Yes, yeah, and, and stuff like that. That, but Iwobi doesn't have that. If you watch him, he kind of he dribbles funny, like he dribbles really slowly. He's got the ball behind him. He's always pulling the ball in front of him <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, and you you know you you can see how non-urgent his play is when our left back Kalashinak, who's built like a brick shit house, always runs bombs past him on the overlap. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's what that's what we need really. Or obviously with defenders at the moment. But apparently Emery has come out today and said that we're looking at two signings. Which is promising. I just don't understand why it's loan signings. Yeah, where's all the money going? Is it just a case of needed for the summer, or? I'm thinking. What? I'm thinking he just wants to get through the season and then re- overhaul in the summer. Because I imagine that's happening. I imagine, like I say, Ramsey's going, um, checks going, so we need a second goalkeeper. Which is we've loaned out Martinez again, which is weird. Um, I thought we'd maybe keep him around the squad to build him up, but maybe he. Has well, plans to sign someone. Well, presumably he'll be the number two next season at this rate, will he? Yeah, well, that's, I imagine that would have been the plan, but do we go out and sign someone? I know we've been linked with Jack Butland a few times. Oh, God, I forgot, I forgot he was even a thing. Yeah, Jack but Butland. that's the thing. He's not exactly setting the world alive in the championship, is he? Um, yeah. But, yeah, so I don't know. Are we just going to go out and loan short-term gaps? We were linked, we've been linked with some kid from PSG who's apparently quite good. I can't pronounce his name. Um, yeah, Dennis Suarez, apparently the deal's still up in the air. Oh, yeah. uh, but the Perisic thing looks like it's got legs. But I think if we get Suarez, he's, he shouldn't be then going for Perisic as well. No, it's surely one or the other, you would think. Yeah, so yeah. But I can't, you know, defenders. I couldn't even think of a defender out there who we could bring in. I'm not, I don't want Gary Cahill. The thing is, you probably haven't been planning for it either, because you've got quite a few defenders. It just happens that none of them are fit right now. Yeah, that's the thing. We, we were linked with... Um, oh, what's his name? Oh, We've been linked with Benashia, who apparently the, the, something could happen there. I didn't realise he was 31, though, already. Um, oh, Was it Jimenez from Atletico Madrid, I think? Oh, yeah. We were linked with a defender. I thought, oh, that'd be a good signing. I can't remember who it is now. But again, yeah, that's the thing. They all go injured at the same time. They all come back at the same time. <laughs> and then we've got a decent, you know, a decent defence. Now, Kishelny, I feel really sorry for him because he, he's been brilliant. He, yeah. he was brilliant last week. And to be fair, he wasn't that bad against Man United. No, no. It, the problem for him is he was terrible when he came back against Southampton because he hadn't played for a year, whatever yeah. it was. And uh, ever since then, he's been spot on. But, yeah. uh, yeah. Um, that's it. Uh, three clubs to go. I don't think any of them are going to make any signings. Tottenham because they don't. <laughs> nope. They need signings, but they're not going to make any. Nah, I wouldn't have thought so. Uh, Manchester City don't really need anybody. Definitely not. To the point that they're, they're now shedding their youth players. Uh, they've sold a few of their youth players this week. Um, I wonder how many of them are going to come back to haunt them. Um, and Liverpool. Oh, I was kind of hoping Ali would join us because Liverpool just need squad players, really, don't they? Um, I mean, the squad's fairly big, I would have said. 
No, not very good. Like the difference between the first eleven and the, and the reserves is quite market like, but uh, they've had a lot of injuries recently, certainly at the back, which hasn't helped. But yeah, they just need to find a way to keep Van Dyke and Salah fit, really, and then. So they, they get FA Cup weekends off. The two, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so transfer windows coming to an end this week. Do you see any big signings in there? I, I really don't. There's, there's not an awful lot of chatter about it, really, is there? There's a few hopeful links, I think, which is just clickbait, but there's, mm. that's, it's, that's... A ter- it's a terrible month to do business in, really, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's just, it's, it, people are desperate. There's usually a couple of big deals and stuff like that, but... You can tell how bad it's been when say, Hudson Adoy has been the, the talk of the transfer window. He's a player that most people wouldn't have even heard of a few weeks ago. No, that's true. Um, but I just can't see anything big happening, to be honest. That's it. So, um, I, I, I hope that Arsenal kind of don't sign Perisic because I don't see what we long term we get out of it. Um, but... Well, if it's, if it's a little bit of an option to buy, that'll be. More palatable, I would think. But yeah, oh yeah, bring him on loan and stuff. But you know, look at, at Arsenal's January loans; they don't generally set the world afire. You know, Kim Kallstrom, um, <laughs> and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, might as well have a, a quick mention for the craziest buy of the transfer window: uh, Kevin Prince Boateng going to Barcelona. Yeah, I mean that sums it all, doesn't it? There's just you need a forward, and that's the best you can get. And they're the biggest club in the world, more or less. So, is it is it because in Spain they have strange rules around African players, don't they? Do they? Yeah. So I'm sure. I think I learned this from Football Manager. <laughs> um, so you know, um, there's some strange rule about African players because of the links with Spain and stuff like that. They count like European players. All right. But I don't know if Spain has a limit on like non-European players. And that it, that this is somehow a way for them to bring somebody in. They've got a, the, the rules or something. They've got a limit on uh, non-EU players, haven't they? Because they had they've only got three, and someone had to leave to make room for that Arthur chap they signed, who was Brazilian. Okay, yeah. So, um, so I, but I can't I remember. If, I wonder if it's something like that then. Yeah. Because I know from what I've heard as well, in in Spanish footballers play a lot less tap. Um, African footballers play a lot less tax in Spain because they get some kind of tax break. Oh, right. So, but well. yes, Kevin Prince Boateng still a strange signing. Yeah, that is strange, isn't it? But it was, it was on his day, it was good, but not that good. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, not, never Barcelona good. No. Um, but yeah, no. Yeah, maybe you'll go over there and set the world apart. Maybe Lionel Messi likes him because <laughs> obviously maybe Messi makes all the signings. He does everything else there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's it then. Um, anything else you want to discuss before we go? Uh, no, it's now 2-2 in the old Bees derby. Okay, I might, I might uh, watch the end of that then. Um, so notable, what, what notable FA Cup replays do we have then? So it's Shrewsbury at Wolves at Molyneux. Uh, so we discussed it, we said Wolves to come out of that. Uh, Middlesbrough and Newport. That's at Newport this time around though, isn't it? Yeah, BT have picked that one up. So that could go either way. Uh, I, I assume the other TV game will be um, West Brom against Brighton because yeah, it's okay. kind, kind, kind of an upset, I guess, if West Brom knock out the Premier League club. But West Brom at home, though, scoring lots of goals, so it could, it could be. Yeah, like, well, it could be. There. Unless they feel really generous and want to go for QPR versus Porto. Well, I mean, it would be the man on the post group would love it with uh, <laughs> our Portsmouth representation and. Chris, when he supports every club going. 
definitely. Um, so yeah, uh, full game, full round of Premier League fixtures uh, t- uh, tomorrow and Wednesday. I believe extra time will cover all of those. Um, yeah, that's it then. Uh, thank you very much for joining me, Dave. No problem at all. Thank you. Uh, I hope you have a good week, sir. I'll probably speak to you next weekend then. Yes, um, I'll uh, see you on Sunday if we survive the snow up here. Oh god, yeah, it must be horrible. It's like Game of Thrones up there, though, isn't it? <laughs> um, please pimp your socials. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at cm nine seven nine eight, or the website is cm nine seven nine eight dot Excellent, and you can find the podcast at Man on the Post on Twitter and every other thing known to to man, I believe. Uh, and that is it. We are done, and always remember to keep your man on the post. <laughs>